You need to understand that the fastest way to lose weight is not the most sustainable way to lose weight. And if you're so obsessed over the scale number and seeing that scale number change and you're willing to do unsustainable and quite honestly unsafe things to get yourself there, you're going to be stuck on this yo-yo dieting cycle for a really long time. Welcome to The Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Mindset Diet where I'm going to be talking to you all about why obsessing over your scale weight is actually keeping you stuck on your weight loss journey. I'm honestly surprised I haven't talked about this yet. I think because I talk about it with my clients and in my private Facebook community so much that I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But I also know that there are people that you know don't work with me or who are not in the Facebook group who listen to the podcast and they might need to hear this message. So I'm going to go ahead and beat that dead horse one more time and talk to you about a topic that's actually really important and can really affect your results on your weight loss journey. But before we get into that, I am going to go ahead and give a little bit of an update on my own personal life and journey and everything. So if you don't care about that, I'm not offended, just skip ahead. So if I'm being 100% honest, I am proud of myself for even recording this episode today. Um, I've definitely been struggling these past few weeks. I knew I was going to get emotional talking about this. Let's see if I can keep it together long enough to record. Um... But yeah, I mean, for the past few weeks, I've been really struggling with my mental health. So um, right before my birthday, which was a couple weeks ago, I started noticing that I was starting to feel anxious again, um, which I hadn't felt in a really long time. I hadn't felt it for pretty much all of the protocol that my coach had me on. Um, I was on so many different supplements and things, not only for my gut health, but also for my hormones, that I think that probably some of them were helping. Either that or I was just so focused on that protocol that I wasn't as focused on anything else. Um, So I started feeling anxious and then I got sick. Uh, I had the flu or something like that. I had like a really bad headache, fever, chills uh, for a few days. And I noticed that throughout that whole thing, I would wake up in the middle of the night with chills and um, I'd have a hard time falling back asleep because I was anxious. So about two weeks ago, um, I started feeling really anxious again, got sick, you know, was dealing with anxiety through that sickness. And now for the past week or so, I've been struggling a lot with depression. Um, it's not uncommon for me to have these sort of cycles of anxiety and depression. It's just, it's a total bummer, to be honest, because like I said, it, it really went away there for a few weeks. And so, you know, to have it come back and then come back with a vengeance has been a struggle. And it's not uncommon for me to deal with these cycles of anxiety and depression, but I don't know, man. I think I just was, um, I was hopeful that it was finally done and that it really was just like a hormonal imbalance or an infection in my gut that was driving it. But, um, you know, I'm dealing with it again and, uh, I don't know, you know, depression looks different for different people. For me, I just, it's hard for me to get excited about anything to feel happy about things. You know, like last night I went to bed at like 8 40 PM Cause just because I just didn't want to be awake. Um, and I slept until like 7 when I normally, you know, wake up between 6 and 6.30 ready to kind of tackle the day. So it has been challenging. Um, 
you know, I went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to even talk about this because if I'm being fully honest, like it does make me feel a little insecure to be, you know, somebody who is leading people, both people that I coach and of course, you know, just giving advice and and information out to anyone who listens to this podcast, you know, I think it, it, it's, it makes me feel vulnerable to come on here and be like, I'm really depressed. And then also try to give advice and have you like listen to what I'm saying. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I really do believe in being vulnerable and, and sharing your experience with people. I ask my clients to do it with me. I ask my friends and family to be vulnerable and open with me. And so, you know, I've got to do the same thing. I've got to uh, practice what I preach. So yeah, I mean, I did want to share that with everyone. You know, again, I think people go through this, um, not to minimize what I'm going through or anything like that, but this isn't something where I expect people to reach out and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I just wanted to share my experience because I think many people are going through something similar and can relate to what I'm going through and also find comfort in the fact that, you know, even someone who shows up online as always being on her game and, uh, you know, cheerful and so great about taking care of her health and fitness can also be struggling as well. So I hope that message resonated with some of you or, you know, made you feel a little bit more comfortable or, you know, helped you understand that you're not the only one going through what you're going through. Now, with that out of the way, <laughs> let me go ahead and talk to you about how obsessing over weight loss is keeping you stuck. So the title of this episode probably sounds kind of funny, but um, I'm going to kind of tie it into what I'm trying to say here. And I'm going to start by telling you how this affected me on my weight loss journey. So as I've talked about before, you know, my weight loss journey, I didn't do it in a healthy way, which is why I'm so passionate about making sure that women don't make the same mistakes I do because, you know, I drove myself into severe anxiety, gut health issues, autoimmune condition, like the whole nine, right? And so I want to make sure that women understand the right way to lose weight, the healthy way to lose weight, the sustainable way to lose weight. So when I tell you what I did uh, to lose weight, I hope that you understand that I am not advocating that you do the same thing. But um, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, I basically cut my carbs and calories down really low and um, was running about a mile a day and training five times a week in the gym, if not more, probably hit the gym in the weekends too, um, if I'm really thinking back on it. But um, anyways, all of that to say, I was overtraining and I was under eating. And at this time, I was absolutely obsessed with the scale. It completely determined my mood for the day and it actually determined my behaviors for the day as well. So if I stepped on the scale one morning and I wasn't down a pound or two, I would be so mad and I would punish myself by eating less or training more, which was actually just fueling the things that were making it hard for me to lose weight in the first place, right? It was fueling my metabolism being messed up. It was fueling my gut health problems. It was fueling my anxiety, all the stuff that actually made it harder to lose weight in a sustainable way. I caused myself so much unnecessary anger and disappointment and frustration and anxiety by focusing so much on what the scale was doing day to day. Before I go into the different reasons why the scale could be up or down that have nothing to do with your level of effort or your results, your actual results, I should say, your fat loss results, I'm going to tell you one more story. And um, I'm going to apologize in advance to this person if she's listening to this episode of the show. Um, but I am going to talk a little bit about her her story and kind of um, something a little bit disappointing that happened while I was coaching her. So I'm not going to say her name or anything like that. But um, I took on somebody for free. Uh, I was going to coach her for a year for free. 
And um, she actually saw some really good progress in the first few weeks of working with me. So we determined that she was a classic under eater, overstressed. Um, you know, she had a stressful job. She had a big family and she just definitely was not fueling her body properly. When she was eating, she was making poor decisions and she was not eating enough. She had quite a bit of weight that she wanted to lose. And when somebody comes to me eating 1,200 or 1,300 calories, but wants to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds, I have no choice but to help them by improving their metabolism, right? Because if you are not losing weight at 1,200 calories, and you know that in order to lose weight, you need to eat less calories, that means that in order for you to lose weight, you need to eat like... 800 or 900 calories, which is not sustainable at all. It's awful for you if you're eating that little, that consistently, right? It's different if you do like a a fasting day or a low calorie day or something like that. But if you're consistently eating that little, you're going to wreak havoc on your metabolism. You're going to probably be missing some key nutrients and you're going to drive up stress and inflammation in your body even more. So when this individual started working with me, I explained this to her. She was on board with it. We started slowly increasing her calories, slowly increasing her food quality, getting her to eat some more protein. And as we bumped her calories up, guess what? Since her body wasn't in this fight or flight state anymore, she actually started losing weight. And in the first, I believe, eight or so weeks of working with me, she lost about eight pounds, which means on average she was losing a pound per week, which is the sweet spot for weight loss. Two pounds per week is probably the upper limit that can happen sometimes if somebody has a lot of weight to lose or a lot of water weight. And anything um, lower than about half a pound per week means that you're not really driving any sort of weight loss. So she was in that sweet spot. She was doing phenomenal. She said she was feeling better. Her energy was up. All the things were moving in the right direction. All of a sudden, I get this long text from her one week because I noticed she hadn't checked in. And she said that she wasn't losing weight quickly enough and that it was affecting her mental health and she no longer wanted to continue working with me. Now, if I'm being fully honest, I was completely shocked when I got this text because in my eyes, she was making phenomenal progress. But for her, she was obsessed over that scale weight. She didn't realize that as we had her building more muscle, she actually probably was building muscle and burning fat at an equal rate, which means that she wasn't going to see huge changes in the scale, but she was noticing clothes fitting better, energy going up, all of this stuff, right? And so, I mean, I was really, I felt really sad that that was the choice that she made. She um, had something coming up later in the year that she wanted to look really good for, and she believed that the rate of sustainable weight loss that we were going at just wasn't quick enough for her and so she decided to go on her own and um, I haven't spoken to her since I mean I told her if she ever needed anything that she should reach out to me and you know there's no like ill will there or anything like that but I was just baffled blown away that somebody was you know going to get this free coaching from someone who really cares and really wants to see her succeed and she decided that it just wasn't quick enough for her. So I like to give this analogy to clients or anyone really who's really struggling with the scale weight. And I ask them, you know, would you rather have $10,000 today or a million dollars a year from now? And pretty much everyone says, no, I'd rather have a million dollars a year from now. Well, when you lose weight sustainably, you're not going to get that five to 10 pounds lost in a week, that $10,000 in one day. But you are going to get that million dollars a year from now when a year from now, after having lost a pound per week, you're down 50 pounds. And by the way, when you do it that way, 
you're down 50 pounds in a way that's actually sustainable for you and you're much more likely to keep that weight off because this same individual who decided she wanted to lose weight quicker had lost weight very quickly using other programs and gained it all back and this has happened to her multiple times. You need to understand that the fastest way to lose weight is not the most sustainable way to lose weight. And if you're so obsessed over the scale number and seeing that scale number change and you're willing to do unsustainable and quite honestly unsafe things to get yourself there, you're going to be stuck on this yo-yo dieting cycle for a really long time. So with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about some of the things that can actually cause fluctuations in the scale that have nothing to do with your fat loss or your rate of fat loss. Um, So I'll start off by saying that we actually have pretty much all of our clients, unless they have a really bad like aversion to the scale, but we have pretty much all of our clients weigh in every single day. Okay. Here's why. I want to desensitize our clients to those fluctuations in the scale. Let me explain what I mean. Okay. There are a million different things that can cause your weight fluctuations. I'm going to list some of them right now. If you're sore because you did a hard leg day or a hard workout and your body is a little bit inflamed, you will see your scale weight go up. If you drank a lot of water the day before or not enough water the day before, you will see your scale weight go up the next day. If you didn't get good sleep, you'll see your scale weight go up. If you have some sort of salt or electrolyte imbalance, like you ate too much salt or didn't have enough, you will see your scale weight go up. If you're injured, you will see your scale weight go up. If you ate a lot of carbs the day before, you will see your scale weight go up. If you are on your menstrual cycle or about to be on your menstrual cycle, you will see your scale weight go up, okay? Some of the other things, I'm not going to keep saying it like that because I'm sure I'm driving you crazy with that, but some of the other things that can affect your scale weight. Um, Constipation, weighing in at a different time of the day that you did your last weigh-in being stressed, having drank alcohol. When you drink alcohol at first, your scale weight goes down because you're dehydrated and then it can balloon back up. Extra salt, I talked about this, from processed foods or eating out. Um, If your fiber intake was too low and you're kind of constipated, that can cause the scale weight to go up. And last but not least, the timing of your last meal. If you ate really late at night and then woke up and weighed in early the next morning, that can also cause your scale weight to go up. So that was 14 things that I just listed right there that can mess with your scale weight. And so why did I list all of these? Because I want you to recognize that just because the weight on the scale goes up does not mean that you're failing, that you got fat, that you need to completely, you know, overhaul your lifestyle and your diet or whatever you're doing. It's probably just a normal weight fluctuation. And that's, again, the reason why we have our clients weigh in every day. I want them to see that their weight is going to fluctuate up and down day by day and have them focus not on the day-to-day changes, but on weekly averages. So if your scale weight went up and down and up and down, you know, by multiple different types of intervals, one pound, two pound here and there, but at the end of the week, your average weight is down from the last week's average weight, then you're making progress. So if the scale isn't super reliable, what are some things we can focus on? Okay. If you've just started making lifestyle changes, you're eating, you know, more healthy foods, you are working to um, get in the gym and build muscle and increase your metabolism. Let's focus on some other things. Okay. Let's focus on how your clothes are fitting. If you're losing inches but not losing weight, that is not a bad thing. 
you are probably building some muscle and burning some fat at the same time. So you should be grateful for that. Loss of inches is always a good thing. Loss of weight is not necessarily always indicative of a loss of fat. Then we got to focus on some of these other markers of health and longevity. You know, how's your energy? Is your sleep getting better? Is your mood improving? Are you feeling better like you're not as bloated all the time? You don't have as much brain fog. These are things we need to be focusing on just as much as we're focusing on that scale weight. Last but not least, I do want to say that there are times when you do need to just take a break from weighing in. So there's this girl in our private Facebook community. She's not a client of ours, um, but she's very communicative, always asking me questions and stuff. Really, really hard worker. And um, she was getting really, really fixated on the scale. And she said, I think I need to take a break from weighing in. And I said, I think that's a great idea. Sure enough, like two weeks later, she texted me again. And she was like, I'm down like 10 pounds from the last time we spoke. Um, And so, you know, simply stressing over the scale and being so fixated on it was, was actually affecting her health negatively and could have been what was causing that stall. So taking a break from the scale can be helpful too, but also, you know, managing your relationship with it, understanding that it's just a tool, that it doesn't need to determine your mood for the day or your level of effort for the day, right? This is another thing I see where weight is up a pound on the scale. And so then people are like, well, this isn't working. And then they just go back to eating like crap and not paying attention to their health, right? This is not a good idea either. So You have to work on your relationship with the scale in the same way that you have to work on your relationship with food. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode here. I hope this was helpful for you. Just a reminder that, you know, if you know in your heart what you're doing is good for you, the changes you're making are good for you, keep doing them despite what the scale says. The scale can be deceptive sometimes and you can't fully rely on it. As always, if you would like to connect with me, you can follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman. You can join our private Facebook community. It's called the Female Fat Loss Blueprint. You can search that up. And uh, yeah, if you need anything at all, please feel free to reach out. Shout out to a few people who have been listening to the podcast who just joined the Facebook group. I'm loving connecting with you and talking to you. And yeah, like I said, if you need something, reach out. If not, I'm wishing you wellness and I'll see you in next week's episode.